What it do? Well, look, well, hello. We got a new uh, guest co-host. Oh yeah, y'all about to see y'all about to see that real attitude. You saw that? Uh -oh. oh yeah. Oh, I saw your head turn. Like, oh, I know she ain't talking to too. me. Adriel. Oh. <laughs> That's all right. We don't want to talk to you either. You gonna oh, say hey? Wait a minute. Hi. Say hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, welcome back, y'all, hey. from our uh, Thanksgiving break. How, how, how was y'all vacation? It was good. I had a good time. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, it was good. Did y'all get some rest? That too. Yeah, it was a good time. Good. Okay. Well, we got a full show um, today. We got a full panel tonight. Um, we got some good topics to discuss. Uh, I think we done started some shit this week. <laughs> In the social the media I'm going to give you all the credit. <laughs> But uh, I think we, I think when we start the stuff, you know, we got to talk about it. But I definitely want our guests to come on from the beginning of the show because our trending topics are very important this week. And I would love to hear their uh, take on what's been going on in these streets because it's a lot going on. The streets is a blaze. But before we get started, for those of you who do not know who we are, we are the Breaking Barriers podcast. And I will introduce my co host starting with uh this man over here with this little baby over here cutting up mr adrian aka mr gc aka ty boss ty <laughs> we have my lovely co-host miss jarena aka jarena dream aka you know i'm always pushing p that positivity <laughs> <laughs> yo <laughs> You are petty, petty. Oh my god! And then we have our host, who always have the most going on, Miss Didi, Miss AKA the Core Queen, AKA. Just call me Book the Busy, okay? Because that's what we're doing in these streets, honey. Okay. <laughs> Look, we're ready to dive into these um these topics, but um, first we must introduce our guest co-host for the evening. We have one returning guest co-host. He um, has been on a few times and he's also been on my podcast, the Core Queen podcast. He is my friend, my buddy, my sounding board. He probably know all my secrets. <laughs> he know all the things that be going on over here, Lord. This is Mr. Fred Malloy. He is the creator of Bro Let's Golf. He is also the co-owner of, I know I'm going to say this wrong. I say it wrong every time. I think it's Mark X11, maybe. He'll correct me when he come on clothing line. And he is a 20-plus year IT professional. Y'all welcome my buddy, Fred Malloy. What's going on? What's going on, Andy? What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Chilling, man. Hey, I can give y'all my cash app if y'all want to get the information on Didi. <laughs> <laughs> I got that dirt. <laughs> Who's yeah, Didi, I've been meaning I've been meaning to ask you something, but I'm a you know. Oh God! Oh, hey, you started. <laughs> you started. I finished it. Right, Drina. She didn't give us no update. Oh, you sure did. Not on this. We not. We're not doing that. No, I'm talking okay. about. 
Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Well, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Fred. But you the got holidays, the holidays oh, came. Man. She just she just left us waiting. Holidays right. came, and you know what I'm saying. She anyway, we have another saying. guest co-host. We're not talking about DJ. <laughs> I thought you said no talking over people. <laughs> We're gonna talk over that. We're not talking about DD today. Okay. We're gonna bring on uh. One of the members of the I Am Woe Media Group, she is the host, creator, producer of the All Things Undone podcast. Her name is Cheryl, but on the podcast, they call her Granny. She is. So uh, we're going to bring her on and she's going to come and chop it up with us today. Welcome, Cheryl. Hey, what's going on? I love it, Miss Pushing P for positivity. What's up? <laughs> Listen, I been tuned in to uh, um, all things under, and she don't be on there talking like no granny. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at like oh, we got a granny. Everything, y'all know grannies lay it out, especially the ones that lose their memory. It's like, girl, I remember back in the day. I'm just laying it down, girls, dropping it loud. Like, Granny, wait, hold on. That's not, we wasn't ready. Let me pull the mic a little closer. Oh my this God. is my buddy. So That is hilarious. I love it. Well, we're going to get into our trending topics of the week, y'all. So we're going to get into one positive one before we get into the mess. So y'all know we always do an NFL recap. And you know I always got to rep my team because we number one in the NFL, 10 and 1, fly equals fly. We have clinched our playoff spot. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, best team in the NFL. Put it out there. What y'all think about these NFL streets, Fred, Adrian? I know Green Man watching no damn football. <laughs> you know um, about my streets. Mm -hmm. Charlotte is sad. Uh, you know, Carolina. <laughs> right. fired right. coach in the first year. You know, right. so it's the first coach ever to be fired back to back <laughs> years. Right. Um, yeah. That's that's horrible. Um, what you got? The cha the, the challenges, challenges, charges. Challenge, Lord. Right. You know, uh, I got a challenge. I, uh, my mind on. But anyways, um, the charges, right? They uh mm -hmm. suck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they can't win. You know, my whole thing be you know they quote unquote got a top five quarterback, right? But somehow they just cannot win, and I'd be like, so is he really top five or? You know, nobody want to mm. kind of give him any blame for the for the L's that they be taking. You know, everybody else at fault. But uh, yeah, mm. trash. Um, I mean, you know how many how many teams we gonna you know feed the Cowboys? Oh um, my God! Ah, how many? Ah. <laughs> how many teams you gonna feed the Cowboys to beat up on? Um, yeah. <sighs> well, you know the Saints didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> but I did, I did see um, Alvin Kamara. Like you know, they asked, they did an interview with him after the um, game, and he was like, "I mean, we already know the answer." Because basically, um, Dennis Allen, the coach, he need a new. We need a new coach, and we need a new quarterback. I do know that about the Saints football team. Because <laughs> Alvin mm. Kamara say it's the same answer every week. We got to come up with a new plan. Okay, well, when you gonna come up with it? <laughs> What is the new plan? Nothing. Let us know. Wait when it till comes next to the year. Saints, they just need to throw the whole team away and start over. That stuff. Not the whole team. 
<laughs> three fourths, three fourths of the team throw the whole team away and then just start over. Toss them out. I mean, I always remember it could be worse. Could be the Panthers. You go to my city. You go to my city. I promise it's worse. <laughs> you, could be worse. You, had three, yeah. you had three coaches in two years. Do the math on that. Yeah. I love the Saints. That's my team, even though they're not really doing the thing, but I, I love the Saints. That's right, Mr. J.R. Bring on the Niners. Let's go. Fly equals fly. Put yeah. some respect on my team name. Nah, the, Niners, the Niners are nice. <laughs> Every team we played the last two weeks, they said the same thing. Nah. They nice. They mm, nice. I'm Kansas City nice. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real now. Honestly, y'all squeaking out these games. Y'all got a lot of games y'all should have lost. And I, I agree with that. But also, we don't have all of our starters either. Most of them are hurt. Are and people are not taking that into account, that we're still pulling out wins against top-tier teams who have all of their starters. Where are they hurt at? On defense? No. Lane Johnson, our right tackle, who is a beast. Uh, Jeff Maddox is a defender. Dallas Goddard is our tight end. We don't even know who this other tight end is that's been playing. We literally been playing without a tight end. <laughs> like we, most of our star, our star players are hurt. Okay. And people do not hear that. Fletcher I Cox was hurt the whole game last game. Hmm. Okay. Do y'all win the Super Bowl? Put some respect. I don't know what we're gonna do. We go we any given Sunday, baby. We go week by week. I'm not a Dallas fan, I'm not delusional. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Right now, we find a way to win, and that's what that's what Super Bowl caliber teams do. They find a way to win. Mm-hmm. We gonna see, but I'll be in Dallas on the tenth to strangle my son because he's a Dallas fan while we're in the stands together. Oh, he's gonna talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna talk. So, y'all, we're gonna talk about this extremely sensitive, hey, provocative crazy flamboyant case that has been going on for the past couple of weeks that everybody's talking about and it seems like the empire has been crumbling and falling down the diddy versus cassie case i love um, it oh let me fix that he should have uh, been pushing p <laughs> during the shut up he was oh, pushing, p. pushing a lot of p huh <laughs> the other p the other uh, hey <laughs> <laughs> he was he's pushing it we should title this the fall of the house of diddy i am like so enraptured with the fall of the house of usher i don't want to give away the plot line but it comes on with the ending in mind everybody dies like everybody fall of the house of diddy so yeah i'm i'm here for it where's my tea you know my what <laughs> Hey, baby girl, that's my baby. That's my daughter. Uh, well, let me, before we start, let me just read something because I'm not sure if everybody un, uh, is aware of what just happened in New York as far as the law. So let's talk about that first. Well, let me just tell you that first and then we can talk about what's happening with this whole empire crumbling. So the New York governor, whose name is Kathy Hockle, Hochul, I don't know how to say her name. She signed the Adult Abuse Survivors Act last year. And over 3,000 lawsuits have emerged alleging sexual assault since the law went into effect. Under the new law, only in the state of New York, 
The statute of limitations on sexual abuse has been lifted for one year, allowing victims to sue their abusers regardless of when the abuse occurred. Everyone from prisons to hospitals, government agencies, and even A-list celebs have been hit with major sex abuse lawsuits. Some of the victims are sharing this side of the story. Oh, wow. I didn't that, that is why everything has come crashing all at one time. Mm. I'm here for it. I Listen, I'm going to start watching the news again. <laughs> Just so I can see. Because remember the Me Too movement a, a few years ago? It got Bill Cosby caught up in the Me Too movement, and that's how the Epstein and the and the weird wine was it Jeffrey Weinstein Epstein, yeah. like all of that came yeah. out. They tried to get Jamie Foxx caught up. Yeah, I mean, I got a feeling Jamie Foxx, Chris Brown, Trey Songs, everyone we've heard rumors about in in the media in the past will probably get caught up in some in some form of fashion. But do they have to reside in New York? That's yeah. a good question. Okay. Well, I think the, I think the um, I think it has to have some jurisdiction in New York. I don't think like mm -hmm. people from everywhere can just come and follow suit in New York. Okay. You got to have like some kind of evidence that these things happened in New York or something. Got it. Yes. Yeah, like the like incident it. occurred in New York, in New York. with yeah. some fines of that state. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And they have to, and they also have to have like real evidence you can't just go in there and say they did it like for instance cassie had five pages of evidence that mm -hmm. would have because this is a civil suit normally you can't file a civil suit without a criminal suit first right. that doesn't work pan out then you go to civil this allows you to just file a civil suit from the rip but you still have to have enough evidence as if you're going to a criminal case hmm. mm, that's a loophole that is a loophole yeah. It's just a no. It's a new law. It ain't no loophole. It's an actual new law. <laughs> no, I'm talking about. I'm talking about in the approach that you can actually take. Okay. Wow, that's interesting. Hopefully they don't do it in Atlanta. It's gonna kill the strip club culture. Ooh, the strip club. You mean the hip hop culture too? Because wow, tell Diddy either Cassie or. Yep, pick your poison. And listen, here's my take on it. Um, because a lot of people. Well, I ain't gonna say a lot of people. People that I know in the in the industry, like who are um, cool with this kind of culture because they've been getting away with it for so long, don't think there's anything wrong with it. Mm -hmm. So it just has been it, you just do it and people don't say nothing and they sweep it on the carpet and well, she did it for the money. Like it's always like a reason why. But in my opinion, there are stand up guys in the industry that will never be brought up on these types of allegations because you know why they don't mm -hmm. do shit like this. Just don't. Here's the other thing. People are so into self-preservation, right? So even if they see something happening, if you're in that industry, you see something happening nine times out of 10, because you feel like personally, your funds will be affected, your family will be affected, mm -hmm. you'll lose the clout you have, you'll lose what you've built. You can see someone literally getting abused in some form of fashion, whether that's sexually, physically, verbally, and you will turn a blind eye because you don't want that to creep into what you have going on. And a lot of people don't want to talk about the fact that you're absolutely selfish. Like you're, it's some stand up people, but nine times out of 10, those people are rare. They're rare because everyone else does not want to get involved because that may taint what I have going on over here. Even though I see that's happening to her, I feel for her, but I don't feel for her enough 
to fuck up. Excuse me. Can we curse on this show? Mm-hmm. To fuck up what I have going on over here, you know. So that's kind of how I take it, and it's sad. But people say, "Oh yeah, they bid." That's their dynamic over there. You know, she's still there. She's taking that shit. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna mind my business. Yeah, I see. He just literally knocked three of her teeth out. I see it. I'm gonna go and sip my drink and go in the next room and pretend like I didn't even see that shit, right? Mm-hmm. And then years later, she comes out and she says. This happened to me. I'll never forget K. Michelle years ago on, on Love and Hip Hop. She was screaming to the top of her lungs how whatever that rapper was she was with, yep. how he had Memphis. beat her so bad so many times in front of so many people. And no one, not one person came to her rescue. Yep. No Memphis. one came to her aid. You know, And I just, wow. That happens repeatedly over and over again in this industry. And I said this last night on my show, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And Diddy, it was a weird flex that he settled this suit so fast. And not only did he settle it so fast, she asked for 30 million. This man gave her $100 million within 24 hours. Yes, you have the money. Yes, you have the power. But literally, you say it to me. This says to me, I'm so guilty. I need to make sure she never talks ever, ever. Let me just give her enough money and let her sign this NDA so she will never, ever, ever, ever reveal the, the things that went on between us. That's kind of how I see it. Well, it's too late now because she already put it all in the paperwork. And and it's public record. Right. Yeah. So she she it's a win-win for her, but for him, it's a catch-22. It's definitely not a win. It was a weird flex. Yeah, you got the power, but sir, I'm so waiting on the unofficial official version of surviving P. Diddy. Listen, that was, that was part of him giving out his, you know, giving everybody their masters back too. When you signed for those masters, you had yeah. to sign to say that you won't say anything about him, you know, ever again after that point. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what he masters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he and, and one of the members, I was going to say, one of the members, Aubrey O'Day from Denny, uh came. She said she reached out to all the other girls and, like, do not sign this. Like, I can get us a deal. Um, not on a different show, whatever, like, do not sign it. So, and I mean, we've all heard stories about PD and all these parties he threw. And I mean, it's just always been like alluded to forever that it was just some wild stuff going on. But I don't think I ever thought it was this, but I don't think I ever thought it involved like abuse, like this, like what was laid out. I thought it was probably like some eyes wide, wide shut type stuff going on. Um, but yeah, all the allegations, like everything in that in that paper, I was like, damn, this is crazy. I thought it would be different. I honestly was waiting for all of the download brothers and all that type of stuff to come out and just really say, yeah, here's this evidence. This, you know, he really is this bisexual person. Well, they're not going to say that. Yeah, I thought that would come out first, you know, but I don't know. They're not going to expose themselves. <clears throat> if they're on the right. down low. <laughs> right. right. I was just hoping one of them mess up and like get with a really flamboyant gay person. But and I think that gay person just tells You never heard about Diddy being with anybody flamboyant. It was always no. like regular regular people. Mm-hmm. It was always well, about regular people. You heard of flamboyant? I've never heard well, of flamboyant. Well, I'm, I'm, well, Fonsworth well, Bentley, I don't know. I mean, but Fonsworth, Fonsworth married. Yeah, he's 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 a dude. No, no, what I'm saying, what I'm saying, I mean, when I say I mean, like, just like openly, just you mean like Santana? Santana. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Ye
Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, something like that. Like that's even all. something like, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. Or even something like, remember Eddie Murphy got caught with the trans with the trans person. Because <laughs> what I was about to say, I can't say I anymore is politically incorrect. So I have to say trans person. Years ago, I thought it'd be something like that. Like, oh, I didn't know it was a uh, not a girl, you know, mm -hmm. or whatever. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah, no. I don't think Diddy's gonna ever I say think, anything. No, and I think with Diddy, like, it's very evident, like, who he's, like, his, who the people are. Like, he, you could hear how he talks to them and, like, how he, how he addresses them and engages with them. But they'll, you'll never know for sure. Cause they, and I'm the sorry, call. I gotta step away just one moment. I, okay. my parents are calling. I'll be right back. Okay. And I want to take a break right quick to introduce our other guest that's coming mm -hmm. on. Drina, do you have her bio so we can bring her on the show too? I do. We have Miss Francis. She is a Gulfport native. Francis went to Z Howard University and then she ended up transferring back home for some time. She is very involved in the community. She is a school teacher um, and she also does a lot of civic engagement. She's even run for office here on the coast. She is a youth minister, a youth leader at her church, Morningstar Baptist Church. Um, she was married and had children. She's divorced. And at 40, she's entering back into the dating world and finding out that it is quite different than when she first entered. <laughs> I love Frances. She's the sweetest person ever. And so, yeah, let's enter Frances Robinson. Welcome, Frances. How you doing? I'm good. Hey, How are you? Good. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How are y'all doing? Good. 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 I like I like the convo so far. I like the. What do you think about this whole Diddy Cassie Empire crumbling thing going on? <laughs> so I, I think I missed. I think I came on too late. Did y'all already talk about how Cassie was like 14, 13, 14, 15 when she entered the industry? No, we didn't talk about that. Um, did y'all did y'all review the lyrics of her first song? No, go ahead. Oh, I, I didn't have it on me. I'm just saying I, oh. I, I remember <laughs> the lyrics. It was like, I've been waiting for you so long. Um you oh, know, yeah, um, tell me you were ready. Yeah, it was it was like, you know, she like 13 years old. It's like, you know, come get it. You, I'm ready. And it was oh. like like she it was like produced by Diddy. And they were supposed to be seeing each other, but nobody really knew her real age until much later. It was mm. like, it was very Archelia-ish. I'll just put that out there like that. Mm. You, you've just thrown, <laughs> you just thrown a wrench out there because mm. we have not heard that age that you're speaking on. It's always, everybody's always talking about the 19 number. The 19 number. That's what they wanted us to believe. I think that's the, when she first came out, that's what they wanted. That's kind of how they projected her to be. But she was much, much younger, wow. much younger. Which makes sense because that's par for the course for the industry. Uh -huh. For them to and be she's much younger. She's really cute, and but she was she was a lot younger then. And, and, and let's be clear, we all was saying it like, "What a talented!" Because can she sing? Like, what you know? What does she do? Like, and she's always <laughs> she was always in the limelight, right? Like. She can't really sing because I didn't heard her sing live, and it was the worst thing I ever heard. Um, but yeah, it, you heard the stories about her and Diddy, but I don't know. I 
we heard a lot of stories. Now you, you think about it, because, you know, we've been sharing a lot of stuff. And it's like, it's been right there. We've been hearing mm -hmm. it. I'm like, yo, Diddy is the Black Epstein. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> He's been a menace uh, forever. He has been a menace forever. Yeah. It was a, there was another interview. Um, I was, I love Danny the Game. I thought they were like an awesome yeah. group. But it was in an interview and they talked about how he ordered less copies of their albums because he thought Cassie would surpass them. Um, because their album dropped on the first on the same week. <laughs> so I think I don't know if he did it to like limit, like to make hers go up, but like she didn't even sell what they sold, and that she had more wow. albums available than they did. Mm. Sound about right. The same way right now, how I don't know. Young Miami has won best podcast a year, two years in a row. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, for what? Four even, interviews? Five interviews? Yeah. Yeah, it's like five or six interviews. Yeah. It was nothing serious. In at two all. years. Yeah. That's hmm. great. And well, Cassie hit. Um, I only know one song that. Me and you. That was that one me song. You. It's yeah, hold on. I'm gonna say me it. Me Hear the lyrics. Um, you've been waiting so long. I'm here to answer your call. I know that I should not have you have had you waiting at all. I've been so busy, but I've been thinking about what I want to do with you. I know them other guys. They've been talking about the way I do what I do. They heard I was good. They want to see if it's true. Oh my! That was yeah, and she's 15 or 14 at the time. Yeah, oh. that's what that was, and that's why I was like, oh my gosh, she should be talking like that. She's so young. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, listen that that music and this and what I what I've seen before we got on the podcast is literally a crumbling of an empire. I've seen what Diddy being what stepping down at Revolt, um, whatever the school was that he donated money to, like removing his name off of stuff. Like it's it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. And he was he was already in the middle of a, I feel like a legal battle with. The brand that owns Deleon, or that's when it all started for real. For real, like you start to battle yeah. with people with big names, you might as well cancel Christmas, baby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing as Kanye. If you look at it, the same same effect. I don't know about that. Kanye did that. No, I'm talking about how they the same thing they did to Bill Cosby. I'm yeah, Bill Cosby. You talking about that's because he had them tainted pudding pops. I'm talking about no. I'm talking about when we were trying to buy NBC. Not Tam. Right. I more to do with NBC, honestly. Mm -hmm. I think it had to be NBC, and he was trying to give out too much yeah. information. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they went all the way back, all the way back for some Benadryl and some uh, was it Benadryl and some uh, what's it called? I don't know what those are called. They had a special name for them back in the day. Oh, the like, uh, I can't remember. Oh, I thought you was talking about the Spanish fly. Oh, yeah, the Spanish fly. fly. That was aphrodisiac. Yeah. I don't know. That's what he was saying. You remember the the comment? Yeah, he called it Spanish fly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, we're gonna move on to this next topic because child, if can, can somebody go get me a switch from outside before we uh -oh. get to this? Somebody need their ass whooped. And his name is King. Hey, if I was T.I., I'm going to go get his teeth filed down. Teeth filed out? 
I had, all I've seen is, is the memes. I don't even know what happened. Y'all got to catch me up on hey, this. Man, that boy stand on business. I don't know what y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, well, the latest thing that King's done because he does a lot. The latest thing that King has done was, of course, this past Sunday at the Atlanta Falcons game was the 50 year hip hop celebration for Atlanta. So T.I. came out, you know, Ludacris came out. It was a huge celebration. After that, they had up in the skybox watching the game. Somehow they get into an altercation and King goes live on his social media arguing with his parents about being from the hood. T.I. is like, have you ever had a roach crawling out your ear? Have you ever had a roach crawling across your face? Like, you ain't from no hood. And he like, King is like, are y'all trying to play me? Y'all trying to play me? I was with my grandma. I ain't live with y'all. And so Tiny takes the phone and like, the reason why he was at his grandma is because he was 12 years old and still wanted to suck a pacifier. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, oh, because y'all want to try to make it about a passy. I'm like, oh, saying passy is a little weird. But so then he starts going off and he, him and Tiny starts going at it. And then T.I. jump in it and start choking the ball because he started going crazy. Like, I think he pushed his mom. Oh, and yeah. T.I. was like, you can't do nothing with me. So he's choking the little boy. He thought, I stand on business. I stand on business. I don't care who it is. Listen, I would have beat the brakes off that little boy. I should say, what happened to discipline? Is this not a thing? And, and my children are all adults. So <laughs> my youngest <laughs> is 20 years old. And trust me. Trust me, I, I would have put them in in a coma till next week. Like I'm not, we're not, we didn't play those games. We just didn't play. I quit recess as a mom. You know, I quit school because of recess, right? When I became a mom, I would have lost all of my shit times ten if my kids would have came at me like that. So what is the what? So what's going on? Is is this new parenting? What type of new parenting is this? Please remind me. How old is King? How old is he? Now? Oh, He's Eighteen. He's he's 18 now? 19. 19. He's 19? I have a 20-year-old. She would not do that. I'm confused. Okay. He's always been this way though. Like they they coddle him. Yeah, so, he, he's been bad since he was small. Even he used to watch the T.I. Tiny show. He was always I that didn't. I, I didn't watch the yeah. show, y'all. Well, yeah, he's always been a problem. Francis so, deal with it every day though, because she's a teacher. Okay, so what, what I've realized is is that we have a we have an epidemic of low discipline in our our children. And it's not just locally. I think it's it, I mean, not I think it I know it's across the United States of America. Um parents aren't disciplining their children. Um if they are disciplining their children, it's inconsistent. It's not our parents are not standing on business. Which hmm. they leaving the the teachers to stand on business, and then the parents are not answering phone calls from the teachers. The parents saying stuff like "I'm at work, what you want me to do?" And um, then we have to hmm. stay home. And then the parents like, "When they coming back to school?" No, we don't hmm. want them at school because they don't listen. You have to keep them now for a few days because we can't do nothing with them here, and we're trying to teach. So it's it's a problem all the way across the board. Kids have no problems cussing in front of adults. They have no problems of uh, saying you know saying things, doing things, being disrespectful. They don't have a problem. They don't know how to sit down and be quiet. So they that tells you they don't have, they don't go to church because you got to sit down and be quiet in church. Hmm. We don't have a. They're not disciplined within themselves. They can't come in the classroom, sit down, and get their stuff out. They can't do that without running around the classroom. So. 
Nobody disciplined. <laughs> That's it. And I'm sorry, y'all. I'm I'm texting my parents. They got lost. Oh, you're fine. So it's, it's Mr. J, easier to text them than to try to walk them through it. Mr. J, you're saying look at the parents, their their business out in public. They have a hundred or more kids. He the only one who act like this. Mm -hmm. He has been like this since the beginning. And it's their fault because they have not been disciplining him. They kept letting him get away with it. Talking about he want to go to his grandma. His grandma don't even live in the hood. So I'm just confused on why he feel like he really from the hood. Trying Which to tell people. The white one, Miss Diane. Yeah. And and from my he understanding, Tiny was taking care of the grandma. The like, grandma, yeah. yeah. The argument started because T.I. tried to tell him that he was not born with the, I mean, that he was born with the silver spoon. And he's he saying was. no, he wasn't. I mean, how you arguing from the skybox in the Atlanta Falcons game saying right. you ain't born with a silver spoon in your mouth? How crazy right. is this? Right, because matter of fact, because he, he was born into a mansion. His mom. <laughs> His mom was already a star. His dad had career had already taken off when King was born. It's the other kids, it's T.I. oldest ones that kind of was a little shaky when they went back to, the, to their mom. His whole goddamn life. Right. Yep. Yep. I say take the yeah. little boy, cut him off, drop him off in the hood. Where you want to be at? Let him go. Yeah, by the time Let's they got the king, they was well established and good yeah. to go. Yeah, they were by the time they got the king. Yeah, they yeah. was good. It's the older ones that, you know, exactly. they wasn't quite where they are now um, yeah i think it's uh kids live on social media they live on their video games they live in this carefully crafted world in their minds and he's delusional right and if you live <laughs> it's like a positive affirmation you tell yourself the same thing every day over and over you're going to believe it mm -hmm. he listens to a particular kind of music he plays particular kind of video games in his mind he's living this every day mm -hmm. so in his mind Although he and his friends pretend like they come from the hood, they probably talk like it. They probably he's probably got a little little slang going on. So he probably feels like it because he wears the clothes like it. And his dad is got some street cred. He think he inherited that shit. It's delusional, but it's yeah. it's where he is. So when he says I'm standing on business in his mind, he's there. Now, if you put him in a real hood. Oh. Oh, no. Without He's the protection of being T.I. and Tiny's son? Right. But that's the thing about it. He's not even intimidating. Like, King's a no, small... He's, he's a not. small person. <laughs> he's a really small person. He doesn't look intimidating. I mean, he looks privileged. Think about it. What has he done to the car he drives, the clothes he wears, the jewelry he wears? We Have you heard any of his music? Nope. Does you he know he music? He raps. I don't know. He does? I don't know. See, that's my point. You see the look on your face? That's my point. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so he looks like a rich Spottom Gotham. I love yep. Spottom Gotham. He was a yep. one-hit wonder. And I, I still, I don't I, I don't even know any of the words he was saying. I couldn't understand anything he was saying, but I loved Spottom Gotham when he was out. He looked like a light-skinned gremlin. Uh, so he should go trade places with that young man for a day. I think he got shot up a year ago or something. We hadn't mm -hmm. heard anything from him because when he blew up, he got shot up. Yep. Uh, and so we haven't heard anything else from Spottom Gotham. But yeah, he looks like a, a very rich Spottom Gotham. Who is Spottom Gotham? I don't even know that. Heard that. Of song, um, yes, y'all have. Um, he had a What's big that song. song. He had out, uh, and everybody jumped on it. What's the um, name of it? Ah, hold on. Oh my God. Now you're going to make me Google it. He had a big a song. song. Was Beat Box? That's it. Beat, What's it Beatbox. Beatbox. Yeah. Beatbox? 
Oh, Chuck him, made him beat. Yeah, follow, got him. Oh, that's that. Okay, I didn't know that was the name of that song. I thought it was that song. This is this, but I hope y'all grown folks not listening to King's music. No, didn't even know he had music. Oh my god, the beatbox that's the name of Spottom Got him song. Okay, yeah, no. Okay, Derek I know what song you're talking about, but yeah. Derek said, my parents were my parents and not my friend. They weren't afraid to knock the blackness out of me if I did anything oh. wrong, and it didn't matter where I was. If I acted up, I got jacked up. That's what's missing. That's what's mm -hmm. missing. You have to, that you have to keep that consistency, awesome. but you got to keep that consistency, though. You can't. It can't just be a one-time occurrence. Like, you do something yeah. wrong this time, you get knocked out. But then next time you do it, you don't get knocked out. Like, our parents didn't play. Like, it was not even up for debate. It was no question. We ain't tried them like that. No, we didn't. Because we knew. We do it again or we do it the first time, you're going to get knocked out. So we ain't trying. We ain't yeah. trying to get knocked out. All right, y'all, we're going to move on to our icebreakers. We ain't going to do all of them because there's too many in here today. <laughs> right, a whole bunch. Uh, uh, let me see which ones I'm gonna pick. So, since we just had Thanksgiving, what do y'all think about the Black Friday sales? Is it Black Friday? Yeah, they was it on Wednesday, it was on Tuesday, it was last, it was a week before last. It ain't Black Friday no more. It's whatever Black Friday was a rip off that blast, but it wasn't nothing black about it. Very bad, it wasn't nothing silly about it either. We all got, I mean, think about it, we all got flat screens now. What are you going for now? I don't need Christmas decorations. Exactly. <laughs> you if you need them, if you need them, or a new air fryer. That's I it. don't need that. Can yeah. we get some groceries on Black Friday sale? No, nah, they won't do that. Yeah. Gas oh, cards. I'll take a gas card. <laughs> that sounds. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I take a gas. I felt like it was a ripoff, but I felt like last year was a ripoff. I did go Black Friday shopping last year. There were really no sales. It was just like a mind fuck. Like. Okay, like you didn't really have this on sale. You put this, you put a lot of glam around the fact that it said Black Friday, 50% off. But last year, this was $300. So this year, you said the original price was $600. And now you got mm -hmm. it at $300, but it was still $300 on sale last year. Excuse me. It's the same. I felt yeah. the way about that. So I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm not buying that. I'm not. I'm going to, everybody's <clears throat> getting candle. And that's what I did because that was the best Black Friday sale was at Bath and Body Works when they had those $25 candles for $8 and everybody got that. Mm -hmm. That's a sale. You know? Oh my God, Mr. J.R. Really? Yeah. <laughs> on a new Black We're not on sale right now. We're not on sale. We, the, the, price, the inflation on everything is just real high right now. The inflation is just real high. Oh the price, yesterday's prices are not today's prices. That is That's funny. Right. Oh my God. All right. So now that Thanksgiving is over, what is the greatest Christmas gift that you've gotten as a kid? A bike. I'm going to sit this one out. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to sit mine out too because I grew up Jehovah Witness. So we ain't getting nothing. We got I, nothing. I grew, we grew up, up poor. Oh, you did? I didn't know that. Uh, we can, I didn't talk about it. When y'all start talking about y'all Christmas presents, I just got quiet to be like, oh, yeah, that's nice. And let y'all go on and on and on about y'all Christmas present. I'm like, that's really nice. What else you get? I just want to hear all about y'all Christmas presents. Oh, well, I appreciate the Yeah, I appreciated the Christmas. I didn't get gifts every Christmas. Yeah. 
We didn't get them every Christmas. And we didn't have it like that. So y'all didn't. I, in my mind, y'all no. got everything. It's like everything y'all wish for just under the tree. Just please. <laughs> <laughs> the best gift I ever got was a bike. Because I was like, man, we can go anywhere on this thing. <laughs> Oh, he could do an old school Nintendo with a power pad. Nice. Yeah, was, I, I did get a bike, but it got stolen. Oh, damn. That's a nice one. Yeah, I got a bike one year. I lived in the projects. I grew up in the projects, and so it wasn't my bike for long. It got stolen. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. So I just appreciated getting gifts when I got gifts. Plus, my birthday is right after Christmas, so I always was one of those kids that got that, that duo gift. Happy mm, birthday, happy Merry Christmas. Christmas! You know that's uh, <laughs> like balls, man. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! So, but All that right, that see. made me spoil my kids because they got everything. They got whatever they wanted, whatever <laughs> they wanted. You know, they became mm -hmm. adults. Well, they're adults now, and still they think sometimes they're supposed to get whatever they want. So, yeah. All right, y'all, since we're almost done with 2023, what is something that you've accomplished in 2023 that you're proud of? Oh, wow. So much. So much. My podcast, I started my podcast in January of this year. It's self-therapy for myself, All Things Undone. Uh, podcast because I was getting over a divorce and I just wanted to get some shit off my chest. So I just kind of started it for myself to talk through some things. And other people was like, you know what? That resonates. Mm -hmm. I, I feel you on that. You know, so uh, mm -hmm. and then it kind of evolved in I am well media group was like, you should go live. And I was like, no, it was just for me. It was just, just for me. Um, so I think that's a good that's that was a great accomplishment for yes. sure. In my healing journey, I don't blow up on people anymore. I am so proud of me in the last three years in this in this healing journey and discovering my true self i'm telling you at a time that you would have caught me three or four years ago i had no problem reading you right down to your socks like i don't do that anymore i'm so proud of me yay good job good job <laughs> good job mr jr congratulations job. Job. that's a lot that's a lot in 23 days that is a lot i don't know what the hell you're doing but <laughs> 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 when you can say crack is whack. That's right. Hmm. What about you, uh, Miss Francis? Okay, so um, well, um, this year, this year, um, was it this year or last year? Um, this year alone, I think. I don't really know. I don't know what I did this just this year alone that I'm really proud of. Um, I think I'm, I mean, I'm a continuous journey. Like I'm trying to evolve, take care of, you know, my emotional health. Cause I know that I notice I have some, I don't like to say that I do, but I have some, some healing to do. And I think that I'm healing. I'm better this year now than I was last year. Um, I think that I am, I, 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 I can say that in the past, I, have a habit of ignoring red flags in relationships wow. and just, you know, I'm going to see if it gets better and it's going to get better and I'm just going to stay and see. And this year I happened to break up with somebody like on 
red flags that I saw in the beginning of the relationship, like within the first six months. You know, I was like, okay, I see that. I'm going to give it two more months. And if I see it again, I have to let this person go. I said it mentally. And then I saw it again. I was like, you know what? This isn't going to work. I have to let this go. And it was like the hardest thing ever to move mm -hmm. off of that. But I did. And I'm grateful that I did. I'm thankful that I did. I did not want to, but I'm grateful <laughs> that I did because it was the right move. And I had to break that toxic cycle that I did to myself. So I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. That is something to be proud yes, of. Yes, definitely. Oh my God, yes. Good had job. To learn that lesson too. Well, thank you. That's thank great you. work. Thank great you. work. What about you, friend? As far as this year, mm, I haven't completely accomplished anything. My goal is kind of like next year. I got a lot of stuff set for next year. Um, this year was still, you know, well, you know what though? I do have one. I guess I can say off them crutches a little bit quicker than I was supposed to. You saw me when I had gotten my surgery. Mm -hmm. So I was supposed to be all I was supposed to be in hundred percent two weeks ago. Yep. But I ended up getting off crutches back in like March. Yep. From just working hard. So I I guess that's accomplished, but I got Jeez. bigger goals than that, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I forgot. I have forgotten all about that. <laughs> so quickly we forget. So. Yeah. I'm grateful, right? <laughs> Yeah, you, you tell me that you said you know, I'm gonna get off loving. You did so because you was messed up for it. I was. <laughs> you know, wasn't oh, wow, <laughs> it was bad. What about you, Jarena? Um, as far as the relationship between me and my daughters, working on our communication and trying to fix that to make sure I am being as healthy as I um as I thought I was. Ex open with them as I thought I that I was being until we had a conversation. So that, <clears throat> um, and then also starting a project management course. Um, I start finally started that. I've been talking about it for quite some time. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'm looking to be done with that soon. I'm excited. Good job. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. What about you, AD? Um, Man, it's been a crazy year, man. <laughs> Delivering babies and shit. Right. It's, it's been crazy. Like, been a crazy, crazy year for me. Um, but now, nah, you know, I mean, for me, it's the same things of, of trying to be better, trying to grow, continue to have that growth mindset, um, work on some different things. Uh, personal development is always key for me, and I continue to hit it. So I... You know, I do a, a vision board. So every year for New Year's, I create a vision board of um, the mm -hmm. things that I plan on hitting. And I'm not going to go down the line of all those different things, but um, most of the time I pretty much hit them, um, you know, each and every year. But, yeah, I'm all about growth mindset. So I would say I'll just give you all one, too, you know, being able to read a lot of books. Um, I've probably read about 40 books this year. Mm. So that's I amazing. Read, I try to read like 60. Yeah, that is great. My goal, yeah, my goal is 60. I haven't quite hit 60 yet, but um the, the, the year is not over. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Yeah, so yeah, that's probably the last 10 years I've definitely read ooh, probably about three to four hundred books in the last 10 years. Wow. Yeah. wow. That's impressive. Amazing. That is a that's very impressive. 
Yeah. Also trying to finish Jasmine uh, Ward. Is it <laughs> uh, I literally finish. only finished two this year. Like that, <laughs> the year has been crazy. So my hat's off to you. <laughs> that's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, mine are mostly children's books at nighttime. So that's, <laughs> that's really good. Didi, Didi, we got to keep it down. Before to, I let him uh, just scroll over, the biggest accomplishment of the year is he literally delivered his daughter. This oh, year. Yeah, he did. In the car. Yay! Congratulations. Yeah, so we, Cut it out. I did a little something, something, you know. I did a little something, something. <laughs> so big up on that. Gee. Congratulations, oh, Dr. <laughs> so for me, uh, the number one thing for me is um, really making sure that I executed on my 501c3 nonprofit. So I did my first annual winter coat drive in January. And I did my first back to school bash in August. So those two were huge, major accomplishments for me. Um, and y'all know I do so much. And then also landing a couple of roles in movies and, and TV shows was huge for right. me this year. So doing the acting classes and then paying off and actually doing auditions and getting casted for roles was extremely scary because I have severe anxiety, but actually doing it and getting it done. So I'm, I'm happy about those things. Uh, what else? Very good. I think that's pretty much it. And then uh, the biggest thing ever, my daughter is pregnant and I'm going to be a grandma. So I'm excited about that. So that'll be my Yay! major accomplishment next year. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Seeing her like just be at peace and having the best pregnancy ever. And just, she's just an amazing daughter. So that's Very just fun. Good. Just fun to watch. Nice. Well, congrats. That's a lot. And look, apparently overcoming anxiety because we didn't know that. I didn't know you struggled yeah. with anxiety. Who could, who knew? Who could tell that? <laughs> I can't tell that. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. And welcome to being a grandma, a granny, a grandma. Granny Thank is my you. nickname. So my grandson can't call me granny. Because <laughs> I grew up as granny. Like that's my nickname, nickname. So he can't call me that. Oh, <laughs> And that I love him. That's the only grandson I have. So you're going to have, oh, it's just, I'm we'll have excited. to talk about it. It's, it's going to be so amazing. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank So y'all, we're going to get into these topics that have, um, look, look, this, and that's my daughter right there. Look, she said, don't make uh, <laughs> Congratulations, Danielle. <laughs> so we're going to get into these topics that have set Social media on fire on my end because you know I like a rough feathers over here, y'all. I've been mm -hmm. But uh this first question that I have, um, somebody actually sent this topic to me. So I said I would talk about it and I want to know what the ladies think. Do you find it offensive when a guy tells you that he doesn't want a relationship, that he just wants to hit it, have sex with you? Y'all find that offensive? Yes. I don't find it offensive if he's upfront and he's clear about that shit. I mean, <laughs> but here's the thing: he's usually I haven't met one that's that that's that forthright with it. I, I would be very offended. It's like, listen, girl, I just want to fuck. Yes, I would be offended because I, I've never had this happen. But I would be offended because I'd be like, what about me makes you feel comfortable to say this shit to me? Exactly. <laughs> That's what I would be offended by. Yeah, no one's ever. I mean, I haven't had anyone that forthright to just be like, "Hey, listen, this is this is what I want." Like that's it, and that's all. You know, it has led up to that where like they'll they'll show one face in the beginning, 
And then when I'm thinking it's going one direction, they're like, oh, really? All I really wanted was like a casual thing. Well, fuck, why you ain't lead with that shit? Lead with that. So I can make the decision if I want to be a part of said that thing, you know. But they don't because he already knew what I was going to say is Mm -hmm. deuces. Like, (laughs) like, right, no, no. I'd appreciate the honesty. And then let me decide I what I want to what yeah. I want to do. So I would be like, I, I mean, I ain't met nobody that honest that would just come out and say that. No, I'm offended. Yeah, I wouldn't be offended. It all depends on my energy. I'm gonna be honest with you, because if I'm in the energy to just get down with the get down, and he's in the energy to get down with the get down, then then we're gonna both be on the same page. So it's gonna be what it's gonna be. So if it's if I'm not looking to actively be in a relationship with someone, then yes. Now I have not had anybody to preach to approach me like that and just be like, uh, hey, like I don't want a relationship, but I want to hit it. And I'm like, well, you know, yeah, hit that door, like I hit wherever we talking at, you know, yeah, this is this is not that, sir. You know, so you know. Please don't approach me that way. So oh, what you I mean, like if they approach you that way, yes, that would be offensive, I think. It's a fly in here that blasted. So what I have noticed is that instead of being direct, because most guys will not come directly at you that way, um, they will approach you with the with the intentions of having a relationship. And instead of having a deep, meaningful relationship, they'll just um, engage you with a very friendly. They want they want companionship. They don't want to be lonely. So it's a surface friendship relationship but when things start to get deeper or when woman or one party starts to get to a deeper level they start to pull away because they don't want any deeper level of commitment so they they really want a a friendship with sex but (laughs) nothing deeper than that and so it's it's kind of a it's kind of a tricky situation so you kind of have to test them out before things get to be too serious if you don't want to get too involved that's just what i've i've learned i'll say that i've learned i've learned that too yeah i'm i'm right there with you no one has come out and be like hey this what it this is what it yeah. is it's always seeming like well, we're leading up to something mm-hmm. so uh and and then me i'm like okay if i'm feeling you and you feeling me a, a good you know, month or so in, I'm gonna have to say, okay, hey, well, you know, I like you, you like me, my, you know, my private parts match your private parts. You know, we're 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 doing a good little tango here. We're doing something really good here. It feels good, you know. So where are we going with this? And I need to ask that question so I can know how I need to move. You know, and so at that point, usually they get a little, they'll get a little shaky, like a little in and out, a little hot and cold energy. Okay, you give me hot and cold. So one or two things I need to establish a couple things because it could be a couple of reasons why you're like doing this thing right. Do you have someone? Because see, that's the question that people, some guys don't answer up front. But now I flat out ask now, like I don't, I need to know up front. I need to know if you got a wife, a girlfriend. Do you have a girlfriend who doesn't know that that she that you're the you know you're she says you're her boyfriend, but you say she ain't your girlfriend. Do you have that type of relationship somewhere? Do you That's have a right. boyfriend? Sometimes, do you have a boyfriend? Right. I need to know all these things up front. And then I notice people lie like really, really good, which has taught me to keep my energy to myself. Like I don't even do random. I haven't done random. 
in a year. That's another thing I've accomplished this year. I have not done random. I'm keeping my energy to me, to myself. <laughs> okay. Hey, Granny. Oh, wow. I was great. Right. I told you. I thought what? she was going to say in years. She said in a year. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> let me let me rephrase. I'm, I'm actually not. I can slip up a couple times. I slipped up a couple times this year with this toxic person that I have I have been untoxifying. I'm detoxing from. So I had a couple of five, a couple of what you call those, a couple of uh, what you, what the church called it. I backslid a couple. Of times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've the random though. This person I've known so far is random. I haven't done random uh, in a year. <laughs> yeah, I've done no random this year. Hilarious. Oh my god. Is that a good way to say it? Yeah, you don't want to random. Oh my god. No random. <laughs> <laughs> random. Yo, that was funny, yo. That is hilarious. <laughs> oh, honey. Oh That's god. what I've learned. So yeah, like they don't come right out and say, which is and I'm a direct person. I, I, I've learned through these years not to lead with emotion. I will say that for being in corporate America, being one of the few women in the management role at the company that I was at, it taught me to be a shark in the water and it taught me to lead with logic and not my emotions. So I do like that because now, <laughs> random. Taste <laughs> <Hey>, friends. <laughs> God. So yeah, now I think through the questions because uh it's part of my background. I'm a coach and manager. So I've learned to holistically ask questions. And so I start asking guys these questions because I'm actively listening. I'm holistically listening, right? So uh, now when I ask questions, I just tend to run men off. Now they're like, what the fuck? Where'd that come from? I've had so many guys recently <laughs> ask me about bisexual. <laughs> I'm sorry. What is her name? Okay, what? <laughs> Grandma, mama. <laughs> Not get back to it on. Oh man! <laughs> you know what? Um, <laughs> you just <struck. laughs> let the church say Amen. Amen. Oh man, y'all are crazy. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I, I know I got off on a tangent there, but that's why I'm keeping my energy to myself because I need for I need them to either be upfront or just leave me alone at this point. I stepped outside the date for a hot second. I put a post up about this, and then I was like, mm, nah, I'm going back inside, you know, deuces. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. I'm going back inside. Mm -hmm. I'm going, I'm inside. Who was that question for? I'm guessing mama. Mama, if they said they were involved with someone, granny. Granny. Yes, yeah. it will make a difference. I am really big on karma and energy. If you come and you say you are dealing with someone, you're involved with someone, I need you to work that out. And the most toxic men I have met are men who say they are married but separated, married, separated on their way to divorce. Well, I tell you what, you come back around, you circle back to me in three to five years when you have figured all that shit out because I am not the sounding board, I'm not the rebound, I'm not the trauma bond exit stage left like i can't i can't do it 
Teespring said, in all honesty, I'm doing this to see if you feel offended or if you feel attracted to. Your truth has made you more attractive in men's eyes, not accessible, but attractive. Mm. Very true. Thank you for that. I, I agree with that. I am definitely not accessible anymore. And I don't mind hurting feelings. My health and well-being, my happiness, my contentment comes first. I will break anyone's heart because I'm not going to disturb this peace anymore. I don't mm -hmm. mind telling a guy what it is or what it isn't. And I can't stand for guys to be crawling in my DMs with the dumbest fucking questions. Ciao. I just practice <laughs> the skills of the dress down on them because they deserve it. No one told you to <laughs> keep your ass in here and act something stupid. I'm so going to read you right now. So uh, I do look forward to the DMs. If they're stupid DMs, I just love dragging the fuck out those guys. Thank you. Y'all keep it coming for the ones that do that. Yeah. Oh my God. That's just me. That so I'm not offended though. I mean, I'm just gonna I'm gonna tell them like it is. If they come at me and say, Hey, this is what I'm wanting up front. I actually hit a guy with this the other day. I was like, I tell you what, cool. Let's go ahead and exchange lab work. Once I have your labs and you have my labs, let's hook up. I ain't hear another thing from that dude. I just don't want nobody touching me. I just I don't want I don't I don't want any I just I just I, can't. I don't mind being touched now. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know people. Like, I don't know people. Touch me. Touch me. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you better not put you better take Nate name out of there before he get his head knocked between the washer that and dryer. <laughs> Is Nathaniel in a committed relationship? Because I'm gonna need Nathaniel to not be commenting. Don't do it, Nate. Don't do it, Nate. Don't do it. Don't do it, Miss Seeley. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. Okay, say that. I, I don't get it. That means we're going to scan a skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the thing. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't know who Trevor Springs is, but okay, okay, okay. Skin to skin. That's funny. Now that's important. Okay. Those labs need to be. What's going on here? <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Hold on, now. If y'all don't know who T Springs is, he is a nationally touring comedian who tours with Ryan Davis. I'm <sighs> serious. and he oh, is Trevor? hilarious. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go check him out. He I'm is gonna go being, check him he out. Is Himself, not me to me. <laughs> me to me. Yeah, be safe out here in these streets. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, no, she just put my business out. <laughs> she put my business in the streets. Me to me. I'll go with you, and you can go with me. No violation of the hippopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga said the hippopotamus law. I can't win. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I think he meant the, uh, the hippo law. <laughs> anyway, look, I work in the medical field. I know he's going with that. It's just okay, hippopotamus law. Okay, crazy. Oh look, look at uh, Jonathan. He said raw dog. Like raw dog. Yeah, that's my co-host, y'all. That's that's Jayhawk. He co-hosts with me on All Things Undone. Yeah, raw dog. We were talking about exchanging labs, Jonathan. Lord. Hmm. All right, y'all. We're gonna move on to our next question. Yeah, yeah let's do that. <laughs> the question of the week was single ladies that want a man you know i gotta be specific for social media 
What are you actually doing to put yourself out there on the dating market? Mm. Now, I put this post up. To <laughs> I put this post up to bait some people and for the most part the women pretty much said the same kinds of things uh, the dating pool got shit in it hence the title of the show um, some, some women say they just do dating apps they don't go out um some women say that the men aren't worth their time they don't want relationships anymore but everything that the women responded to has something to do with everybody else other than themselves mm. so i responded to a few of the comments and i'm just like i'm confused because anytime i go to the grocery store home depot the gym anywhere like i literally get somebody trying to get my number or try to talk to me so mm -hmm. I don't know which all doing went out in these streets to say mm. that there's so many horrible men mm. that y'all can't find nobody like y'all. Mm. Any any self-reflection going on? That's all I'm, that's all I'm so. You see, ain't none of them people on none of those people that had that and those answers came on. <laughs> I was pissed off. Off. <laughs> none of those people mm -hmm. come on and talk to us. Mm -mm. You, you know how they say. I mean, uh, a water rises to its own level. So if you're attracting those kind of guys, that's hmm. like you said, that says more about the woman than than the man. You know, if it's if it's shit in the pool, are you trash? If you're attracting trash, are you trash? Uh, if you're attracting shit, are you shit? Um, he said, I got to stop putting myself in these situations. Why? All right, we're bringing you on, Trev. I'm about to send you the link right now. I'm about to right. You, <laughs> you coming on. So I just feel like your like your personal energy dictates what like you pull in. Like mm -hmm. if you are happy and bubbly and that's what guy happens to see, they're like, oh my gosh, her energy is just bubbly and I want some of that bubbly. I'm gonna go talk to her. Mm. Um, but if you like sad looking and you just look down, like nobody's going, you're like, you're not pulling that, that 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 doesn't that's like attracting anyone or man to you unless they're the kind of man who's looking for a woman who is sad and has that energy and he can manipulate her so it depends on the man and the woman's energy and what he's looking for right like, that matches that way that's what i think mm -hmm. now i have run across some mm, some some questionable guys uh i'm not on dating sites anymore either but i was on dating sites for a little while i was i ran into scammers um you know guys who really weren't single but they pretended to be single i was talking to this one dude he swore up and down he was single i promise like we talked for a good six months and then i get this phone i started getting this phone this phone call from this number i hadn't recognized and finally answered the phone and the lady says whose number is this and I said, whose number is this? You called my phone. And then I just waited because I wanted to cheat. And then she said, well, I found this number in my husband's phone. I said, okay. And then what? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I want to know what happened. And then she said, well, uh, is this Lynn's service or something? She asked me. I said, Lynn's service? I said, no. 
And then I waited again because I was waiting for the tea. And I was, she never said anything else. She was like, okay, well, I'm just bad. And she just hung up. You the tea. I was, <laughs> I was like, I was like, which, and I didn't ask no questions because I'm thinking, well, if I get quiet, maybe she'll just tell me. I met my ex wife on a dating app. I should have kept swipe. I should have kept swipe. <laughs> Log oh. off right now. You log off. <laughs> so Adrian, you you um have a lot of people on your page that like to comment on these topics, but they don't want to come on the show, nor do they want to come in the comments of the show. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these women that you encounter are in these streets trying to date. Mm-hmm. Have they come to you to let you know like where they go to find these dates or how they're putting themselves out there on a dating market? Oh no, nah, men ain't shit. Oh. That's it. <laughs> That's what they say. Pretty much. Well, I, I know I commented. Then I comment. I commented. You did, okay. I did. I, but I, but you here, so I'm gonna let you talk. Oh, okay. I'm gonna let you talk. Okay. Oh. Well, I mean, I, I don't think men are shit. I just think that. I mean, I personally, I'm not ready to date. And the guys who did ask me to date, I, I text them and said, I don't want to waste your time. I am not ready to date at this moment, at this time. And they politely said, okay. And you know, if if it's meant to be, or we gonna date later, then we will date later. And I'm I'm grateful that they were respectful. That I'm not ready to date right now. I just got out of a quasi long relationship. That was not really long. It's been it was like nine months long. But to me, it was like it was it was a good relationship. I just I'm just trying to do something different this time um, with breaking up with somebody for red flags. Hey, it was it was hard on me. So, um, but I'm 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 not going to just you know move on to the next one when I haven't fully processed and healed from the previous one. So that's just my, that's what just I'm doing right now. That's good work. No, that's really good. Let me pause for one second so I can bring Teesprings on since he's been in the comments cutting the hell up. Yeah. Bring him on. I ain't even got to introduce him. Y'all know Teesprings. Like I said, nationally traveled. Like he's been all over the place traveling on this com- comedy thing. He a stand-up comedian. He's one of the best I've ever seen. He's hilarious. He's just a genuine person. He got his own podcast called, called the Hear Me Out Podcast. And here we go. Y'all just enjoy goddamn Teespring. Okay. Welcome, Teespring. Look. Hi. Thanks, <laughs> You speak, hey. You got a profile look on. Okay. DD, I appreciate that. I like that you're not biased, that you don't grill the women, you don't grill the men, you don't just dive in on just one gender. That you you stay across the board, but you have to start owning your own truth, and you have pretty privilege. You do. So when you ask these questions, it's hard for you to go back into these uh, comment sections and have these rebuts with 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 the ordinary woman. Now you can go to the grocery store, you can go to the gas station, you can go to the gym. And men are going to flock. That's a, I went to the get. I went to two grocery. Stores. I went to Target, and I went to Food Line today. And I probably passed fifty to sixty women. None of them made me want to stop my shopping cart. Oh my god! <laughs> you gotta stop. That's not what most so women can do. But also the confidence of a woman and a man. Yeah. Now most men that go to the grocery store, they ain't at their best. I ain't had no haircut today. I put this. I put this on just because I know I was gonna be on here. I wasn't at my best today. So if I did see 
a, a woman in the grocery store that I wanted to talk to. Most men, most men have to be at their best. We have to, we have to know that we we woke up on that side of the bed today. We gotta been done, built our confidence up to just naturally approach a woman that we don't know. So every time you like these grocery store meetings and stuff, our buggies gonna have to bump into each other. Something has to happen for a man to genuinely just come up to you. Now, most men that do that, they, they psychopaths, but that's okay. <laughs> you gotta be a psychopath to just, just go out and shoot at 10 women a day and accept the consequences. <laughs> Thank you for that. A, a normal man that's not, not one of these tall, dark, and handsome. Okay. Y'all want a man that makes six figures. That's only that's only 20% of, of the population. Oh, okay. Then you want a man that's six foot or better. No, I'm not saying y'all do. I'm just oh, saying okay. that's that's what that narrative that's general, put out there. Huh? Then you want a man that's six foot over. That that takes that 20% of the men that make that six figures down to about 12%. Then you want them that to to not have no baby mamas. Then you I, like it gets picky to where now you're looking for 3% of the population. Uh-huh. We, we as men go out with this mm-hmm. mindset, so we are already not meeting your normal standards anyway. So when we do come to approach with you, we telling ourselves the worst she can say is no. And if we win, I'm I'm a guy that's gonna go one for one. If I go one for one, my day is over. My 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 month is over. <laughs> but I know guys that will really go three for thirteen in the club, and they come out <laughs> and they won. Yeah. They are psychopaths. Yeah. rejections. Yeah. Oh my God. So for the single ladies that really do want a man, I say the most natural thing for you to do to put yourself on a date market is everything. If you really want a man and you want to put yourself out there that you want to flock or peacock or whatever the time is to let men know that you are available and you're ready to mingle, do it all. But don't overdo yourself. Don't you can you don't have to be naked to be sexy. I tell people all the time, naked do not make you more attractive. Mm-hmm. It makes us look deeper or whatever, but what does that do? Your honesty. Put yourself in a position where we know that you are available. Facebook even does it for you. As soon as you post a new cover photo, all of a sudden you and everybody's people you may know. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is change your profile photo and it'll just automatically put you in front of everybody. Yeah, It's little things that y'all can do to let us know, oh, she might be back out here. And you know what? Nine months from the little what you say that was a kumar what was it you called that sweetheart that you was just in a it's some big word little word you just used a quasi or something quasi yeah Yeah, whatever quasi you just got out of bless your heart (laughs) (laughs) how many candles you gotta have burning for a quasi what what are we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's going on? What's happening? I don't know what holiday quasi is. Okay, I'm just saying I was dating somebody for like about nine, nine months, nine, ten months. Like it wasn't even a whole year. Right. So whenever you go to date again and you feel like you want to mingle and go out, all you gotta do is make one of them posts on Facebook or Instagram in your stories. Yeah. Everything ain't for everybody. You know, you just drop little hints. You know, <laughs> what's for me is for me. I am. You know so I, mean? I know my word. I got value. Oh my god! Do everything. I, I realize today. We as men, we like to hunt. We like to capture. Uh-huh. Make us feel like we are hunting. That's all you women got to do, whether it's on date naps, whether it's going to these places that DD go to and get talked to. 
But go there. Because everybody that go to the gym ain't getting talked to. I mean, but the thing yeah. is, is this, though. Let me, let me one thing Didi don't, is not talking about, though. A lot, a lot of times it's just being friendly, right? You can approach Didi as a stranger. She's going to smile at you. She's going to speak. Most of them not out here. Like, they're going to, as soon as you pet, I see, I talk to her about it all the time. Mm -hmm. I see, like I see certain certain people. Now I say to myself, I'm, I was like, I'm gonna watch how they react. First thing they do, if you they see you coming their way, they're gonna either pick up their phone and act like they're doing something in their phone, or gonna do something just just so, or not make eye contact with you because you're coming their direction, assuming you're gonna try to talk to them, whether they're one or ten. And and that's to me that seems to be the number one, the, the, the yeah. number one narrative. Like it's just not being friendly. Most of these women out here are not friendly at all. You can speak. And it's because of, yeah, it's because of self confidence. Like sometimes when you said some overly arrogant. Yeah, some of them are overly arrogant and overinflate who they are based the off of social media. To be honest with you, the women. And nine times out of ten, y'all already done seen us somewhere in the in the situation, and their eye does. You know, mm -hmm. you done seen us over by the poultry, yep. and done said oh. if he say something. Boom, boom. So now you're going to try to put yourself in line for us to see. You know what I mean? So, like, that's y'all thing. So I think, like he said, it was like, we, now if we go to approach, are you looking friendly? Because we as men, the rejection is, is, is that's a big weight. Because it takes a lot for us to build up and be like, I'm going to say something. I'm going to say but something. See, before y'all say something, we've probably been approached by the psycho already. And so now we're thinking that you might be the second psycho. I don't do that in the grocery store, but I so get we in it. The I lose, lose. Women, they do that. Yeah. We in a lose lose already, sweetheart. We in a <laughs> but lose, you did so, say so something. Take that in consideration. How about take that in consideration that we already lose lose? So why don't we just come we in with the fact like, oh, he he got a lot, he had a lot of balls, you know, he had a lot of guts to just approach me. Let me hear him out. And it don't take nothing. And it doesn't take anything to be nice though. Even if you're not attracted yeah. to them or if you don't want to date them, just being nice. <laughs> like I don't understand oh, yeah. the attitude that a lot of women give men just because they approach them. Yeah, cause it. I don't want you to mess it up for the next girl. That might be my wife, the next girl. Now I ain't even gonna talk to her cause the way you shot me down. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Send me right. out better than what I, I came. I'm probably too friendly. I'm gonna talk to you in the grocery store. Now I've had a guy that I didn't know who he was. He approached me in the grocery store and he was like, "Hey, how are you?" And I was like, "I'm wonderful. How are you?" And he was, was like, "This oh one of them black, like, black slide situations." It was not. It absolutely was not. I was <laughs> doing my shopping. <laughs> and he was there, like, "I know you. I follow you on Facebook." Can I ask y'all a question? Yeah. When when you're when you're completely single and you are in a position to mingle and and date, as this question asks, that you really want, you desire to be uh, exclusively dating someone, right? Not not dating multiple men or whatever, but like when you really want to exclusively date one guy and get to know him, does height matter? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's one. No. That's two. Oh, for me, um, I guess to a certain extent, he can't be my height. I'm five one, so yeah, it's, it's just a yes or no, right? Yes, it's just a, yes, it does matter. Didi, nope. Long as you got a big dick. <sighs> now for the men, I mean, but you, <laughs> it's, it's gonna take. It, it's it's gonna take more time to get to know that, Didi. I hope he's not. Anyway, men, men, do, do you feel like when you talk to women, height matters as you're approaching them? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. 
to the men. <laughs> you oh, you said what does height matter with a woman? No, for you, like, do you feel like as a man, it's always been like a thing? Like, <laughs> like when you've approached women, you feel like you've always been judged as far as your height, for the good or the bad. I don't care. No, no, no I don't either. And I'm sure that's but I know some taller it doesn't bother me. It is what it is. Like they feel extra confident because they are six foot two. Oh yeah, nah, I don't care. Okay, so ladies, do y'all see that? <clears throat> now let me ask you this: Is that body shaming? No. It's preference, right? It's preference, yes. Right. So, so can we have our preference? Of course, you can. You can. Yeah, you can like whatever you want. So why, why do we get scrutinized if we don't want a bigger woman or if we don't want a smaller woman? I don't. I, I don't wouldn't think give, I wouldn't judge I'm not you. saying y'all do. I'm talking about the the overall judgment of society is that if a man says he's with a woman that that may be slim and then she she does get overweight, that he should love her anyway. He should love her through that. Or if he likes a bigger woman, but she says she wants to go get surgery, she wants to lose weight. Nah, baby, well, I like you the way you are. There is a big, a a huge line of difference in double-edged sword and double standards when it comes to that because height is not considered something that could be body shamed. She's 5'1", but to a certain extent, a man has to be a certain size. Most men are taller than her. See, the thing is, height is most women are taller than us. <laughs> Yeah, you can't change height. Like that there's like I could be like, oh, I would I would choose to be taller if I could. Like there's nothing I can do to be taller. But there's things that I can do to change my my body size. I can I can change That's that. That's also to a certain extent because with my metabolism, I can't gain weight. If you say I want I want you to get more muscle, sir. <laughs> Like, but to, look, but, but to an gonna extent, take his on in his third leg. You're gonna have to just take what I got. That's true, but to an extent, <laughs> <laughs> to an extent like, bro, you're not just gonna roll that past us. You're not gonna roll that past. <laughs> I mean, she kept talking, so I thought maybe we was pushing forward. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> okay, his two arms, his two arms, and his third leg. Because it doesn't matter at the end of the day. If we really dating to actually find love and be a super, we should open up to more more things. That obviously it ain't been working for you. If we here, if we in our late thirties to early forties, and we still on the dating market, we should open up our, our our preferences. We should open up our preferences. Now, some things that I'm just not gonna commit to. Period. You know what I mean? And that's white women. But that's my preference. <laughs> Dang, dream. Well, here's the thing. Oh, that's why you rolled your eyes, Francis. Oh, because uh, you know, from uh, no, for me, it's a mental preference like body size and things like that. Like, I don't have a body size preference, I have a mental preference personally, so I guess that doesn't really apply to me. So. Yeah, but that's that's also like what Dee Dee said with her preference that she spoke on. It's like those are things that have to be learned over time. Like as I approach Very you in true. the grocery store or wherever, it's like what we looking at and what we got right now is what we got. Now for a man, me, myself, I'm going to make sure I'm in a position. I don't like talking to women when I'm not at my best. You know what I mean? Like if I'm just going to the grocery store, grab some items and I got on some slides and this, that, and the third, and I'm, I'm not at what I need to be at. Not saying I need to bedazzle you. But this ain't the image. You know, I might have just been painting at the house or working out. And then there's some women that's like, you know what? 
I'd rather shoot my shot right now because I ain't going to respect myself in the morning. If I let this one get by, I'd rather be told no right here, right now. But for the most part, yeah. most men want to be in their best or, or somewhat near it when we go to shoot, mm -hmm. right? But for some women, when we do shoot, no matter what, ah, girl, he was a little too short. Oh, girl, did you see his shoes? Just, or like the normal things. And I'm not mad at short. that because y'all should be able to have a preference. Y'all should be able to have a preference. Uh, yeah, but here's the thing. The grocery store is a safe space. No one's dressed up in the grocery store. I Understood. look a hot ass mess going in the grocery store. Like I'm, I'm in there in sweats and slides and a bonnet and who the fuck knows, you know. I, so like I'm kind of everywhere I go. We're looking our best, right? <laughs> well, that's the difference in men and women, sweetheart. We see that and we still see beauty in that. <laughs> well, I see that in men. I see beauty in that. We see, we see that, and that's what we gonna be on the couch with. That's oh like you look. No, like I'm not looking right for. Now. When I was you in the grocery store. Oh yeah, store. when I was like, younger, I would approach a woman in the grocery store for sure. Fact. Hey, I don't go out the house not approachable. I'm. I always look my best when I go outside. I don't ever just walk out the house with no so hair. So that's why, that's why your hair opinion like don't count. Man, shit, I would. I would go in the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Like, I might have, I might see this, this to be on my head. I wouldn't see. have a whole bonnet on, but I'm going to have on some pajama bottoms. I will put oh, on a bra, but I, I may not be fancy, yeah. fancy, fancy in the store. So sometimes you, you don't know. wear a bra? Sometimes I don't. Oh. You don't either, for instance? I mean, I'm not that, I don't have that much. I, I don't feel like I have that much, so I feel like I can get away with it. Because whether you got a little bit or a lot, as long as it got a nipple on it, it's still a titty. We don't give a damn. We don't give a damn if it's a little or a lot. If that motherfucker is unattended and ain't no leash on it. Unattended. <laughs> we is looking. You hear me? <laughs> Anything more than a mouthful is too much anyway. Lies oh, no, All right, look y'all. Yeah. Down the bread aisle. We're going to be down the dog. All right, y'all. We're we going to move to the no next dog. topic, okay? Well, but before okay. we go, one more thing. I wanted to let y'all know, ladies, the best place to find a man I'm gonna put this out here. Let's go ahead and get your outfit ready and dress up. Put your lipstick on. Make sure you got your hair right. It's a Home Depot. That's the best oh, place yeah. to find a man. Okay. Is that make one sure on the list I gave him, Drina? Make sure you roll through. Make sure you scroll through on a weekly basis. Just pick random days, different okay. times. Give us a why. Give us on a Saturdays why. too. Give on us a Saturdays. why. Give yeah, you are a this why. where single men are? I like where all the men congregate. You can't just say where the single men are. This is where the this where the men. Merchandise. You act like you can't reach something or you yeah. don't know where something at. Mm -hmm. can, can you help me find Yeah, because either they got a home or they own, they fix up or they got a business that they, they run. They do some stuff. They're doing they some in work. There. They in right. there doing stuff. They know where to find stuff at, too. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. more men should try Target. No, Target. Hey, I go to Target before I go to Walmart now. Target be having them hoes, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, y'all sleeping on Target. Wow. What? 
<laughs> Target ain't got a lot of groceries. They grocery. People ain't saying don't bother him at motherfucking Home Depot. <laughs> Depot. <laughs> you know, I'm in there just because I know y'all in there. I ain't buying shit either. <laughs> so, I'm gonna have my team. So I'm gonna be in there. So, but so if I'm in Target, what's his name? How do you pronounce his name? Keepway. Women, women at Home Depot are gonna start doing you how men do us everywhere else. Why you? Why you look so mad? Why you uh, smiling? Why you right, right. Because <laughs> the only people you gotta compete with at Home Depot is the Mexicans. That's and the only. That's the hard. only competition. <laughs> is the who? The Mexicans. Mexicans. That's the only competition, and they don't know English, so you already got one up. Fellas, I had to get me a Mexican. They know how to do everything. They go to get you some jeans you don't wear no more. Splash some paint on them. Put them on and go to Home Depot. I pull with this nigga. You spend you about an hour in Home Depot three times a week. You should come out with a woman. Oh my god! Next topic, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> we got we got 30 minutes before we got to shut it down. Okay. All right. So the topic since the topic of the show is women add shit to the dating pool too. What are y'all what are women willing to do to eliminate the shit that they're putting in the dating pool? Because apparently after me asking this question about the dating market, all of the women agreed that there's shit in the dating pool. But none of them agree that they were responsible for half of it. Well, let me tell you, we already took an L when that dad blasted girl got her ass on the live and said that she wasn't going to get out the car at Chick at, at the Cheesecake Factory hmm. <laughs> with, with her with her Mardi Gras colored outfit on and her messed up mascara. But she wasn't going to get out the car at the Cheesecake Factory. Baby, you put the shit in the goddamn pool. It's you. It's you and women like you. Okay, and for the ones asking for cash app on dating sites, uh, oh, you're gonna drop your cash app first, ma'am. You're dropping your cash app before you put your name in there. What you want this man to do? Pay for your conversation? Shit in the dating pool. Okay, <laughs> the second one. And for the oh lord, let me tell you, for the ones who think that you can leave with your vagina and keep a man, I'm sick of y'all. I'm I'm gonna throw all y'all away. I'm sick of y'all. I'm sick of y'all. Okay. Oh my goodness, girl, you gotta have more than just your vagina out there. I'm sick of seeing twerking videos, shit in the pool. Okay, it's in there. And look, the guys look at it like he said earlier, they gonna look cause it's accessible. It's there and it's available. And so then guys get used to that. So when you get someone like a, a Didi or a, a Francis or a me, or I forgot your name, look. When you Trina. get someone like us, Drina, they like, okay, what we gonna do with her? Cause she, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm not shit. I'm a goddamn diamond out here in this bad piece. And I need for you to be the gold that I can wrap my diamond around. And if you're not, it's like F you. But that's what it is. We gotta, what is it? It's like the wheats and the tares come up together and the tares are just like drowning out the good women who are out here or in the case of men, the good men who are out here, I don't know. That's just my take on it. Y'all, what y'all think? That's I think that's the shit. That's some of the shit the women bring to the dating pool. That's just me. Um, <laughs> the stories I, I, I hear from the stories I hear from men that are like dating and stuff, like you said, people asking for 
Cash App. Um, there was a, a video that was posted on the Breaking Barriers uh, Instagram page about the woman who said that the man was weird because he came to the, he opened her door for presenting her that with flowers, one. like people like that. She needs to stay out of the dating pool. Um, right. With all these different rules and guidelines for people they never met, like you're not paying for the date, but you can't take me to get ice cream. We can't do any of those things because that's not good enough for me. Those people need to stay out of the dating pool. Um, people that listen to Sexy Red and think that she's a role model, they need to stay out of the dating pool. Yo. It's, just, it's, all, it's terrible. No, so, it's not. Is Sexy Red the one with the, the line of STD lipstick? Yeah. Is that Sexy Red? Yeah. Yo, yeah. 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 She has a, she has a lip gloss line named serious? after like gonorrhea. No. I'm not going to look that up. I'm not going to put that in my Google search. Okay. <laughs> so I just feel like as a culture, African-Americans, we don't have like certain standards that we adhere to. I think we're the only demographic that don't have standards that we teach our youth, our like our next generation that that they're supposed to adhere to. Like I know Hispanic have certain like levels or standards, like hey, this is what you do when you go on a date. This is how you look for a husband. This is how you date. This is how you, like, we don't have that. Like white girls, they have certain, uh, white women teach their girls, like this is what you look for a husband. This is what you look for in a boyfriend. This is how boys are supposed to treat you. Like we don't have those standards. And I think that is the main reason why we have a lot of shit in our dating pool. I'm not saying that nobody else has shit in their dating pool. I think it's 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 a cesspool at this point because it's 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 all over the place. But in general, I know for us as African Americans, and you know, it's 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 really really bad because we don't have like guidelines. We don't have that standard, and we're not keeping any type of standards. Somebody just, just said it is it's it's home training. I have three girls. Two two out of the three of my girls date white guys. My middle daughter married a white guy. My youngest is dating a white guy. Only my oldest daughter still dates African American men. And we did raise them to know the difference uh, in how to be treated, how to be dated, how to be courted. And they are saying my my middle daughter, my youngest daughter, that they it's like you said, they're not finding a whole lot of of, of uh, black men who are willing to be, you know, to come up to their level to meet their standards. And my kids went to college. They did all this. They they went to college. They did the thing. And um, and they're finding hard times. My oldest and my youngest are finding a hard time finding men of their caliber who meet them where they are mentally. Where do you live? The you problem know. is a lot of black men do don't see a lot of value in black women. Louisiana. As much as we once did. What part? Mm. So like what part? With, with him not coming mm -hmm. up and meeting her where she's at, I think a lot of black men don't look at black women and see value as we once did. You know, as we don't see the power. We don't see the 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 awe. The you know, like when I think of a black woman, me personally, just me being raised, I see the woman that can do it all, the woman that 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 is strong and independent and don't need a man but would like one but i think there's been a transition into women that have taken the independent thing to a whole new level and now they like fuck it i'm gonna get you before you get me i'm a, I've, I've i've had my heart broken before so i'm gonna just get everything that i can out of it so a lot of 
black men that are probably on your daughter's level probably just never really approached them and was like they probably ain't for me and that's cool that's okay mm -hmm. i don't think that that race plays a role in it because the dating pool is wide open i think me we i know for a fact i can say me as a man i love that a woman don't start or lead with vagina but at what point mm -hmm. are we talking about it like it like like we have to have a discussion some there right. has to be sexual discussion so we can know that we're compatible because sex is important mm -hmm. You know, what I, mean? I would hate to get three, four or five months involved with someone and then find out mm -hmm. that we're not sexually compatible. That'll, that'll, right. that'll destroy me. You know what I mean? Just in how much time we spent. I, like She's been in a nine months, nine month relationship that felt like that and it, it didn't work out. But for me, that would that would I I would be off the market for a year or two because nine months isn't long. You know, what I mean, mm -hmm. it's not long. So it was still things that they were learning about each other in that nine months. Yeah, you know, sure. what I mean, but sex is important. I think we don't. We we try not to make like that's a thing, but it is right, and it mm -hmm. don't have to be great. But damn, you know what I mean? No, I, don't I have think to get it involved with someone that was like, we'll be. Like, I know a woman that I've been yeah, courting be and talking to and enjoying for over a year, and I quickly realized in the first three to four months, this probably ain't gonna work. But I, we're still cool. Occasionally, we still may end up in the same place or whatever. But exclusively dating her was off off the table for me because she wasn't open to having sexual conversations. Now I'm not saying about phone sex. I'm saying just trying to gain some compatibility on where we at. Cause I don't want you to try to meet me over here on my side of it, or I'm trying to meet your freak, but we need to be openly able to do that. And that don't make me a weirdo. No, I think it's a, a natural progression of right. the connection like if we have a connection and we vibing and we talking and and that's different for everybody Shit, it might be one week for some two weeks for another 90 days for someone else it just depends on when that that natural progression comes up and to answer someone's question i am louisiana i was i'm in louisiana i raised my girls in uh southeastern louisiana i was married for 25 years we're divorced now uh but we raise our kids together, i think women so. are just standing on business and there ain't nothing wrong with that women are and out here standing on business and this is it this is what it is take me as i am and that's cool mm -hmm. i don't think there's a lot of wiggle room and preferences mm -hmm. anymore keyboy said he doesn't he doesn't agree with that he said sex prior to understanding and discernment is a disaster mm. i've lived through that um personally but yeah if i guess it depends on like if that connection is growing right i'm there was too many again, big words what I'm do we mean by that dd He's meaning like having sex prior to having an understanding with somebody and having that discernment that y'all supposed to be together is a disaster. That, and that's it's, it's evident, really, in the black community. Because I agree with that, because she said something later on when she said she talked to a guy and asked him, like, what she would say, what are we? For me, that's a red flag. Anytime a girl got to ask me, what are we doing here? I've obviously not been doing my job and making and reassuring you in our process to who we are for each other. Wait a minute, let Fred talk for a minute. What'd I disagree say? with that only because there's still a timeline, right? Like, mm -hmm. don't ask me what are we in two weeks, right? We're, we're still getting to know each other, that's right? What, that's what we are, you know what I'm saying? But usually, when where are we when that word comes out, it's kind of like they're trying to establish how exclusive you are, but right. it just goes back to just being open and honest, just saying, like, hey, this is what we're doing. Just plain, just flat out communications. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I feel like everybody's afraid to communicate now. And and there's nothing better than having a communication where it's like all guards are down. You can talk about whatever, whenever. And that'll build the strongest relationship at the end of the day. Not and even just relationship. It's stimulating, too. Yeah, it's very For stimulating. For me personally, yeah, it's uh, very open stimulating. dialogue, the, big, the freedom to be able to have a safe place to communicate with a woman is, is very stimulating to me. Yep. That's true. Like a huge turn on.
But the I don't want to be with anybody I feel like if I start talking about this, it's gonna bother her. And I don't want a woman that feel like, well, I was gonna talk to you, but I ain't I'm I want you, I want to release, I want to unconsciously allow you to let your guard down with me. Right. And yep. that is a turn on for me. Yep. I agree. But the problem with bl in the black community is that we fuck our way into relationships and we don't really mm -hmm. have conversations. We don't we have just having sex and then we end up in something. In something. And I that's where it's always a well, what are we? Uh -huh. How do we get that's here? what I'm, I'm unlearning and relearning because at the beginning of last year like she was in a nine-month commitment i was in like almost i recently ended it honestly but it was for last year all of last year and then after six months in then i was like wait where are we going with this i really wanted to know for myself where, where are we going with this and if we're not going anywhere with this then i need to pull my energy back because at this point it's a waste of time dick is dick but if you if you turn to the same trick for me over and over again and i'm used to it and I'm trying to figure out, are we going to level this up? Or are we just going to stay right here? Because if no, you just because you're still, here, you keep having sex with them. If you keep having yeah. sex and you want a commitment from somebody, why would they give you a commitment if you're still giving them what they want? Right. That's a two-way street as well. Because it's a that lot is. of men that want more, but women don't. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's a lot of men that want more, but women don't. But then if if he calls or she calls, they're going to run him, then we're stuck where we're at. So that's a two-way street, too. I don't want women to just think that that's all men. It's just like... If you still keep giving me the vagina, then we ain't going nowhere. But it's a lot of women that's like, shit, mm -hmm. if you keep giving me, dropping off that, that whenever I call, and then he also be helping me with these bills, but he don't stay mm -hmm. here. Like, all of that is a two-way street. And that, goes, that goes to what I said earlier about the dating. Dating is not hard. We just, mm -hmm. people, most of the time, people are going after people that don't really want them. Mm -hmm. so they, I'm they're using them. I'm I'm still confused. So so you're so you're saying that if if a woman asks you like what are we doing, then you haven't properly communicated to her your intentions for the relationship. However, if like for me, like I feel like if we're not if if we if you haven't sat me down and told me, hey, we're together, we're exclusive. I'm not seeing nobody else. I don't want you to see nobody else. Um, like I'm not, I'm not having sex with anyone who hasn't had that conversation with me personally. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want there to be any confusion in our don't relationship. Don't say that no more. No, I'm just saying, I don't. No, I just, I, the reason why I'm saying don't say that is because there's probably somebody that's going to be listening and feel like, you know uh, what? I probably should say that. Then I can get her buns. Like sometimes women tell yeah. us too much and yeah. then we become that person for y'all. So sometimes y'all got to let us just be ourselves and earn y'all. I'm not saying you said nothing wrong, sweetheart. I'm just letting you know, like, a lot of times men listen. They take notes also. She said she want to, okay. And then she, she don't, mm -hmm. and then we become that every day. You know what I mean? I get that what you're saying, but I'm still, I'm trying to get to the root. Because, I mean, I get approached all the time. So it's not no, like. I, I was thinking said. specifically for me. For me personally, I'm going to sit you down and have these conversations. I enjoy telling a woman, listen, I'm digging you in this way and I don't want to run you off, but. On my end, I'm not seeing anyone else. You know what I mean? And I can't stop you from whatever you got going on. I'm going to just continuously be me every day. And hopefully that's enough for you. But I'm okay, seeing so you exclusively and you you, you mine, right? Now, I can't, I can't be everywhere with you at the time. You got your own crib. You say what you want to say. But I enjoy having them conversations so you know exactly where I'm drawing the line, where I'm at with mine, right? Okay, so now, as we advance, we advance. If you ever have to come to me and ask me that, then I've missed on some of that. So now let's sit down and have these conversations face-to-face -face and have a, a real conversation on what i'm doing what you're doing and what it is that we both want out of this i'm okay with the How conversation but the red flag for me it's not gonna make me run from you but it's gonna make me really reorder some things okay well but that was just my question because initially you were saying that 
if she says that, then you know that's going to be a red flag for you because that would that would be the question. Yeah, that's, it's not a stop. She's sign, not going to come to you and ask you those questions if you've already established in the beginning, hey, this is what I want before sex was even a question or before you even lay down. And how many times she's do y'all do that? Not have that how many times do we have to reiterate ourselves for y'all because y'all need reassurance? That happens. No, it it won't be it won't be something that need to be reassured if she if if you sat her down in the beginning of the relationship and said this is what I want this is who you are who I want to be with mm -hmm. women are not going to be like oh let me ask him again to, just to be sure no she'd be like well, no, listen, listen, well, don't make me listen, 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 over here if, how many if, times the sex changed that you can say everything that you're trying to say and then with sex. You giving that leg good, it changes that quickly. Same thing on y'all end. It's a lot of men that say, now nah, I'm cool with the situation, whatever we doing, baby. Then when that sex happens, they, you can't get rid of them. The nigga out in front of your house, like, I told you we didn't want to do this. Sex changes things. Time spent Ooh. with someone changes things. It rushes things. I got things. so much to add, but I think Didi has something to say. Did you, what no, you I about was, to say? I was just going to say, it. women definitely will require reassurance in that, especially if old triggers come up and and activities start happening and right. they start questioning things based off her past and mm -hmm. those things aren't connecting to them because they aren't used to that reassurance they're not used to somebody being that intentional they're going to be like hold on one more time what are we again i'm just making sure i just want to make sure we're on the same page six months in i'm just want to make that's sure we especially six months in that's a yeah. post chick that's a post yeah. chick let me just All check right. in it's some post checks yeah. and, and connections, right? Mm -hmm. You start off the connection, you're good, everything's hot and heavy. Y'all going in because let's be honest, everything's not textbook. We're not having the first date and the second date and the third date, and he kissed me on the step and we go up and then we decide right. to have sex. <laughs> Sometimes the first date is we just went out, we vibing, we had a good time, we ate, we going home now, we clapping cheeks. Sometimes it's like that, you know, and then we're like, hey, that shit was good, let's do that again. So mm -hmm. after so many times of that, at some point, three months in, six months in, we're going to be like, okay, hold up. What are we doing? You know, are we going to continue with just this? Or are we feeling each other enough to have that exclusivity conversation? In my situation, the person wanted to continue to just do the sex thing. But me, I'm not going to continue in a soul tie for, with you if this soul tie is not going anywhere. I'm going to have to untie my shoelace from your shoelace. Mm -hmm. Okay? And it's time for me to do something <clears throat> different. Whether that's pour into myself until I decide, and that's where I'm at personally, decide if I want a relationship. I'm not going to date in the meantime. But if we do, that conversation will come up yet again because we need to figure out where we going, when we going, and how we getting there. So my strategy going forward in dating, since that's something we talked about earlier, is to have those conversations first before I drop my panties and you drop your boxers. Understood. Okay. But sex is going to change some of those actions. And it might not be drastic, but it's going to be some minute things that mm -hmm. sex is going to change for the better or for the worse. And I think we got to start accepting it. Sex like changes things on both ends. Uh -huh. It's just a oh, matter of like you good. Yeah, all your actions staying the same between in the in between. <laughs> yeah, sex changes things is because y'all mind, sex changes a lot. If y'all putting y'all tongue in each other's mouth, a conversation needs to be had. Yes, because guess what? We ain't friends if we get homie. That ain't it, you know. <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 the energy behind it. We don't talk about the spiritual part of sex. We don't talk uh -uh. about that. But there is a, a an exchange of energies 
when we allow a man to put his penis inside our vagina. Okay. That is the seat of where babies are made. That is where we create life. And life in itself, birth in itself is a mystery. Doctors can't even figure out how an embryo goes from sales to an embryo to an actual living baby. They haven't figured it out yet. It's the mystery of life. We are laying down, exchanging energy uh-huh. with someone. You started off sex, and then you went science, and it fucked me up. I'm about to hit you with science <laughs> just for a minute, okay? Because this plays into wait, wait, We don't have time for a science class, Granny. I'm sorry. We got to get oh, out I'm of sorry. here. We got 11 okay. minutes. She was on the way. It's the pheromones. It's the chemistry. Yeah, it's going to change things. Okay, that's it. And we just need to, uh, this is part of the podcast where I let everybody tell folks what they got going on coming up for the rest of this week or month or whatever you want to talk about. Let folks where they can, let folks know where they can follow you at on social media, whatever you got. If you got, if you want to promote anything, let the people know. We're going to start with you, Fred. All right. Um, You know, just same old, same old, working. Working, still working on my golf thing with Bro Let's Golf um, and my clothing line, um, Marks 11. Um, that's pretty much it. What you got, Granny? You can find me on social media at um, All Things Undone Facebook group page. You can find me at uh, Granny She Is on Instagram or just by my real name, Cheryl Bryce Nathaniel on Facebook. We are on BWNC Radio. I am on all streaming platforms, all things Undone Podcast. I also have a website, atupodcast.com. Check me out. All right. What you got, Francis? Okay. So um, I don't have a lot going on. Um, Go for Central Middle School. Got their first chess tournament coming up. You know, we're going to stay with our chess. You know, we're nice. going to be out there. So really excited about that. But other than that, we ain't got nothing else going on. Right. We'll let y'all know how it goes. <laughs> what you got, T-Springs? Uh, this weekend, we will be performing in Raleigh at Charlie Goodnight's Comedy Club. We will be there for two shows at 7 and 9.30 on Friday the 1st. And on the 2nd, we'll be out in St. Louis, St. Louis at the winery, the St. Louis winery. I've never been there. It's like some new comedy club that they have out there they want us to do. And we'll be finishing off the year with Detroit. Michigan, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Boston. Uh, Boston will be doing it for New Year's, bringing in New Year's in Boston. So we, that's how we're finishing off our December. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram as well as a Teesprings com- comedian, just the letter T, Teesprings comedian. Uh, and uh, all booking and everything is on there. So I just be making people laugh, having a good time. All right, good stuff, good stuff. What about you, Drina? Um, the month of December is all about my children. Both of their birthdays are in that month. <laughs> so just working and planning birthday parties and going to holiday parties. Hey. What about you, Adrian? Um, keeping it easy, man. You know, coaching, coaching my clients, keeping them above water, making sure they stay straight. You feel me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm kind of like Drina, you know. It's, it's December is kind of my chill month, so I don't, I try not to do too much in December. I obligate myself way too much. It's more building, growing, meditating, figuring out what I'm doing going into the next year. So, yeah, yeah, I know that's right. Yeah, I'm I, right now. I don't have much planned for December, <laughs> other than you know doing my podcast and um going to the Cowboys game. In Dallas, 
<laughs> January 13th is my uh, annual, well, my second annual winter coat drive. So if you know anybody want to donate coats or money to help with the um, event, it's on January 13th from 3 to 5 in the, my hometown, Bristol, Pennsylvania, at the Jungle Gym. Um, we give out a free meal to the less fortunate. They come and get coats. We give out a free flat screen TV, laptop, gift cards, and a scholarship as well. So I'm excited about that January 13th. So we'll be putting on that and getting that situated throughout the month of December. I'll be posting more and more about that. Uh, and uh, I think that's all I got coming up. I just want to rest for a minute. I'm tired, y'all. But we appreciate all y'all coming on. This was an amazing conversation. Um, anytime y'all available to come on, we appreciate it. We appreciate everybody in the comments. Shout out to our media group, I Am Woe Media Group, for always making sure we good. Um, shout out to BWNC, that is Black With No Chaser Internet Radio. If you don't have the app downloaded, we will be, the, the audio version will be uploaded tomorrow, 8 a.m., I think, no, maybe 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, if you're in the comments, correct me. Um, but if you don't download the app, we'll be on there. Also on Spotify, and iTunes, and all those good places you find your podcast. Audio versions are everywhere. Follow us on YouTube if you're not already subscribed. Hit the notification bell, like, comment, and let us know what you think about this episode. And we will see y'all next week, next Tuesday. We out, y'all. Bye. Bye. Thank you for having us. <laughs> <laughs>